Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. Welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist. Founder of drbarrypierre.com, as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, as well as education. This week, we bring you a new episode, a follow-up episode to my COVID vaccine experience that I did in episode 163, where I discussed the second dosing of the Moderna vaccine that I was fortunate enough to receive. And most importantly, it's been two weeks since I received that COVID um, vaccine dose, which marks in a very important time. And if you're listening to it, especially on day one, you can kind of notice that there's been a change right in our schedule. So typically we release our podcast episodes every Mondays, but because I've been very active now on the YouTube and video front, we are releasing what we call Medicine Mondays on YouTube, where, and I want you to subscribe, the link will be in the show notes, or you can go to drbearpierre.com slash YouTube, right, and subscribe to Dr. Bear Pierre TV, as well as Dr. Bear Pierre Health Checks as well, but we'll, we'll talk about that later, where you can, you know, listen to different medicine, public health, or even graduate medical education topics um, at hand. So back to this episode, again, we're going to be talking about my experience the second go around. Um, we're going to be talking about what it means to be two weeks out and why it's important for everyone to get ready uh, for the upcoming uh, vaccine distribution when it does come your way, especially and I'm talking to more of the general public. So if you have not had a chance, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, leave a five star review. And uh, tell a friend or, you know what, just tell 10 friends, right? Tell 10 friends uh, where you heard such amazing information and make sure they subscribe as well. So you guys be blessed and let's get ready for another episode. This podcast is sponsored by the Lunch and Learn Community Merchandise Store. Living out the motto, empower yourself for better health. At the store, you can get your favorite t-shirts, coffee mugs, even wristbands, and more. For a limited time, you can get 10% off your next purchase using the coupon code EMPOWER10. That's EMPOWER10, E-M-P-O-W-E-R-10. Just go to shop.drbearpr.com to pick up your purchase and get 10% off today. And remember, 50% of your purchases will be donated to the Five Star Scholarship Foundation, a nonprofit organization for high school students. All right, y'all. So I am back for my recap of my COVID vaccine experience. I'm just glad to say that it's over and done with, at least for now. And I'll talk about why I think just for now is important. So for those that you did not catch episode 162, I talked about getting the COVID uh, vaccine. I actually got the Moderna uh, type for the first time. And I kind of talked about some of the symptoms I experienced uh, check out episode 162 to kind of understand, you know, what I experienced that first time around. So, of course, the second go around comes around and I'm a little nervous, right? Because I've heard that the second go around is worse. And I've heard that and by worse, I mean, as far as the symptoms and how much and, you know, how sick you get or how weak you, all these things that, you know, was definitely replaying in my mind. But I could tell you I was ready for it because I knew what it meant. Because when I got the first dose, when I got the first dose of the Moderna vaccine, the studies and numbers have shown that 
you know, if I would have got that first dose and just got that first dose, that my safety efficacy was about 50%, right? 40 to 50% uh, protected from severe disease associated with COVID. At least that's what the studies were showing. And I understood that just getting that second dose would move my uh, percentage efficacy or safety from approximately 45 to 50% to almost 90%, meaning that 90% chance of you know getting severe uh, disease from COVID-19 would be prevented. And that was a chance that I knew I had to take and I had to deal with the symptoms at hand. So of course, interesting enough, most of my uh, colleagues at work they gotten their vaccine the week prior because I happened to be out the week that the vaccine was available to the hospital physicians. So I came back from vacation. I literally got it that Tuesday. I believe, yeah, I think it was that Tuesday. Yeah, it had to be that Tuesday. Got it that Tuesday. And, you know, again, I didn't feel well, right? But so fast forward to 28 days. And why is that 28 days important? Because it really depends on which vaccine you're getting especially at least at the time I'm recording this, we only have two vaccines available for the healthcare workers and you know those in the higher stages regarding what the CDC recommends as far as who should be getting which vaccine, for, not which vaccine, but who should be getting the vaccine first. So the Pfizer, if I would have gotten the Pfizer, I would have had to only wait 21 days before getting my second dose. But because I had the Moderna, I actually had to wait 28 days. So again, about a full month of waiting and, you know, you know, pontificating on what I was going to do when I got the vaccine, but understanding that I was going to get the vaccine anyway, because I knew that within the 28 days, I was going to take care of more than 28 patients and see more uh, patients uh, more frequently uh, over that time frame who had COVID, which would help remind me and drive me right to get to that date. So I finally get to the date. I get my vaccine. Now, Again, so I've gotten so fortunately again, I don't one thing I one thing about me is I love, you know, tips. I love to kind of go the the way that, you know, that that's not bumpy per se, right? So, you know, just talking to my colleagues and kind of getting their advice on what they would do because, you know, a, a few of them definitely didn't feel well and, you know, that vaccine definitely hit them harder than the first one. Um, you know, I had one of my colleagues kind of recommend some antihistamines and some ibuprofen and Tylenol and those types of nature to kind of, you know, deal with the symptomatology because the last time I didn't take anything until like the very end. And this time I was much more aggressive taking those types of medications because I wanted, again, I, I didn't want to feel too bad because remember this is a Tuesday. So I knew I was going to have to go back to work Wednesday, Thursday and Friday. So I, because I didn't want to feel bad, you know, while at work and I wanted to be in my best mental and physical shape, you know, I, I was a little bit more aggressive taking those medications, which definitely helped because I can tell you my symptoms from the first go around where I was, you know, sick and weak and tired and, you know, had some chills and some body aches versus the second go around was so much different where as the second go around, all I had was some muscle pain. And that was, you know, that was pretty much, I was tired that second day, but that was pretty much it. Like all of the fevers, all of the chills, all of the, the sweats never even happened. So I was very fortunate enough to, you know, get that second go around. But that wasn't, of course, the final step, right? Because the studies have shown, especially with the Moderna, is that I would still need about two weeks to get up to that magic 94, 95% number, which is, you know, again, at the time I'm recording this marks the two week mark. 
It marks the time where now this study says that my body should be producing antibodies if need be to show that I have been protected. Now, again, I'm not going to do any COVID tests to see if there's antibodies there because, again, I'm I'm pretty confident that uh, if COVID comes around, like I'll be ready for it. But it's just one of those things where I was kind of glad to get to that finish line because I always think about it, especially when, we, when I talk about COVID, I think a lot of times we focus on the self, right? And we think about, you know, uh, I'm not going to get it because I'm healthy. I'm not going to get it because I don't get sick or I'm not going to get it. We, a lot of times we focus on ourselves, but when I got the vaccine and I, I had people I had to account for, right? I had to account for not only my patients, right? But I had to account for my family members, right? Like I had to account for everyone who I came in contact with because I knew that if I was protected, that at least decrease the chances of them getting it from me, because imagine this is the this is the kind of mindset I've always that I've had really since you know COVID nineteen has caused all the problems it's caused is that I've always felt like I was like this ticking time bomb, so that I would have friends and you know family try to invite me to places and I'd be like yeah maybe maybe but like the whole time I'm thinking like I don't want to be the reason that you get sick. And, you know, seven to 10 days or you bring it to some other uh, one of your family members and they get sick because they happen to pick up the COVID for me and you were healthy enough. So you didn't really get any symptoms. But, you know, grandma and grandpa did. So I always felt like I was like ground zero in that sense. So I didn't I didn't want to do any of the social um, outings and I didn't want to, you know, you know, put my friends and family at risk. And it was it's something that I've always been, you know, been dealing with since March and you know, getting both of these vaccines has definitely been, you know, a, a weight off my shoulders. Now, a question I, I've gotten so often, right, especially since for the, the vaccine, um, since I've gotten the vaccine and folks know I've gotten it because I've documented it well, is like, well, hey, Dr. Barry, does that mean you can like go out and party? And the answer is no, because what, what the vaccine protection has afforded me is that I, again, this is why I always like to think about the us, Right. I won't get sick, you know, theoretically, right? 94, 95 percent of the time. Again, you got to do that theoretical. I won't get sick 94, 95 percent of the time. But that doesn't stop me from picking up the, that virus and then giving it to you. So that's why I, it was very important. And, and that's why it's still very important that we still, you know, practice our precautions. We still wash our hands, right? And really wash hands, not necessarily protect the COVID, but it does help in all flu things as well, too. Um, that's why we social distance. That's why we try not to stay in, you know, areas that aren't well ventilated. That's why we we scream from the rooftops to wear your mask. Because even if you get the vaccine, you got a lot more people you still have to worry about and protect. Now, again, we can fast forward down the line. And when we have about, you know, 60, 70 percent of people vaccinated, maybe that's a different story. But at least at this moment, you have to protect yourself because you have to protect others. So just because you're good. Right. And, and I'm talking to people who plan on getting the vaccine. Like just because you're good, you know, doesn't mean your family member will be good as well. So we ha- we just have to continue our due diligence. Like I, I promise you guys, I want you to be able to go back to do your Thanksgiving and your Christmas breaks, right? I want you, uh, you know, to be able to socialize with your friends and, you know, not feel that you have to be hindered by, you know, if they're too close to you. I want I want those things that I want you to go to concerts, right? I want you to do these things that, you know, have made a lot of people, you know, who they are. And it's kind of been taken away from them because of uh, this COVID. 
But it's I think it's important for us to be able to, especially those who are in the front lines and those who are in the front lines and have gotten the vaccine. Because, again, just because you're in the front line doesn't mean you got the vaccine. Again, I, I know there's a lot of you know, health professionals who are around the country who are like, yeah, I'm not going to get that. And that's their prerogative. That's their choice. And I always stress even here on the podcast that when I talk about the COVID vaccine, I talk about it as the cheerleader uh, that I am because I'm promoting and I know it's safe. But I'm also not saying that you better get it right. I'm not forcing it down your hand because people have lots of different reasons to want to get the vaccine and really to not want to get a vaccine. Like I know a lot of people who cannot wait, just like me, who cannot wait till the day it's their turn to get the vaccine. And I know some people who are like, yeah, I'm just going to wait and wait out and see and hope. Now, I'm not sure what, again, I don't know what you're actually hoping for, but because they're putting out hope, like, again, you have to respect it. And I think that's where we're got to be very, um, you know, uh, diligent, right? Especially the healthcare professionals in our ways of educating our patients and educating our communities who need to hear factual evidence associated you know, with this vaccine and with this virus, they need to hear, you know, what goes on if you happen to get the vaccine and they need to hear what should I expect, right? And most importantly, and I've, I've tried to talk about this a lot on the podcast. Most importantly, we have to talk about what can happen if you get COVID-19, because I think a lot of the the concern that is associated with the vaccine is because this vaccine is, for their eyes, a newer vaccine, even though it's not. And even though it's not even a newer type of vaccine, we've used the mRNA vaccines before. But, you know, in their eyes, they have questions and concerns that we have to answer. We have to be able to answer um, to the best of our ability to make them feel calm. Like I was this this afternoon, I was on a Zoom call talking to college students and some faculty for about two hours. Right. Talking just talking about COVID-19 and talking about the vaccine, because it's something that I, I love to do. Because I know that if I can just change one person, right? Again, I, I, my goal is to change everybody and get them to convince them that the vaccine is the way, right? But maybe I can't, right? And maybe I, and I won't. But if I could just change one person to say, you know what? I wasn't really thinking about getting that vaccine, but after listening to you, I think I'm going to get it. Like, I know that that can spread out exponentially because now exponentially, they, they won't have to worry about getting their family sick, right? And they won't have to worry about getting their neighbors sick and their friends sick. Like all these things happen from the trickle down effect, like actual trickle down effect. All of these things do happen, you know, when you're able to kind of stop, you know, the transmission of disease at the head. So that's that's really, like I said, my experience with this COVID vaccine. I'm glad it's done, right? I, I'm glad I don't have to have any more shots, at least for now. Now, f- full caveat, I've, I've been on record before, I fully expect that there's going to be a time where we're going to have to get COVID-19 boosters. Um, Just like we get the flu shot every year. Like I I fully expect there's possibly going to be some type of variation in that matter because, you know, we were already, I know you guys are already hearing about the different variants in different countries and you're becoming concerned. Fortunately, the studies have not shown that these vaccines will be less effective uh, against that, those variants. So the the vaccine will be able to protect, like it is your playbook. And because it's the playbook, uh, even if they call it audible or two, they're just going to call an audible to a play we already know about. So 
that is, you know, my words today. Like I said, I just want to make it quick and short. I want to kind of give my experience uh, with the COVID-19 vaccine. I do 100% support it. I do uh, think everyone should get it, especially of age right now, 18 to 65. Um, when it's your time to get it, think about my voice saying, you know, Dr. Barry said it was good on his end. And I don't have any allergies and I've talked to my own doctor and I'm going to go ahead and get it. And that's my goal. So you guys be blessed. Have a great day. And I'm going to see you guys next week. Thank you for coming to the end of the episode. It is your truly Dr. Barry Pierre. I want to give my undying thanks to you for your support. Just getting to the end of the episode means that you at least enjoyed today's episode. Hope you were empowered by today's episode. Please remember to share this episode with at least two people that you know that would be greatly affected if they did not listen to today's episode and if you have not already done so subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review especially on apple Podcasts or wherever you can leave a review leave a review there because your support is so 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 valuable for what we're doing here on the lynch learn and everything with pierre medical consulting and if you have not done so go ahead and join the listserv to join the listserv is very easy just grab your phone right now i'll pause join the listserv you want to text lunch learn pod is it all gonna be one word lunch learn pod to four four two 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 and you'll be on the listserv you'll know exactly when new episodes are coming out you'll know about new episodes before they actually come out because i usually tell my listserv members hey this is what i'm working on this are the guests that you should expect to hear for the week on thanks guys You have a blessed day, and I'm going to see you guys next week.